Entrepreneur on Fire 1016. Remember why you're doing this, why you're trying to live this lifestyle and make sure that your life is filled with experiences. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop, where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast and answer any questions you have. Text PARADISE to 33444 to claim your spot today. That's PARADISE to 33444. IGNITE. If you want 100% satisfaction guarantee, then go to LegalZoom.com today. Since they're not a law firm, you can get advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash FIRE and get a $99 upgrade free. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dave Schneider. Dave, are you prepared to ignite? John, I'm 100% fired up for this interview. Since September 2012, Dave has traveled to over 30 countries while running several online businesses. In January 2015, he launched a SaaS company, Ninja Outreach, which specializes in blogger outreach and influencer marketing. Dave, fill any gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Sure, love to, John. Um, we're talking about, I guess, a course of three years or so here. A little bit of a backstory. Uh, after graduating from college uh, with an applied math degree, I went to work in corporate finance with my girlfriend. We were living in D.C. at the time and uh, feeling a little unfulfilled with our, our corporate jobs, as I'm sure many of your audiences as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, and we decided we wanted to go travel. Uh, so we saved up a lot of money, uh, as much as we could, and we set off on a two-year backpacking trip. And at this point, we obviously didn't really know anything about really the internet or working online. Uh, but we did start a travel blog, like probably everyone else and their mother who goes traveling. <laughs> and uh, one thing kind of led to another. We started generating traffic. We started making some revenue. We started paying our bills. And that really kind of inspired the entrepreneur in us. Um, so uh, I'm you know, skipping ahead a little bit here. But basically, uh, from one business to the next, uh, just kind of growing that way. And for the last three years, we've just been on the road uh, working. I love the quotes, everybody and their mother, because literally when it comes to travel bloggers, there are mothers that start blogs just to talk about how their children are actually travel blogging. So Yeah, they're better than the ones that I was writing. (laughs) Now, Dave, here now, you're at a networking party. Somebody walks up to you and they say, you know, I know you used to be a traveler. You used to go all over the place. Maybe you still do. But in, in 10 seconds, how do you answer the question, what do you do? (laughs) What I usually say is I run a software business called Ninja Outreach, which helps businesses connect with online influencers. I get it. Clean, clear, crisp, Fire Nation, Ignite. Dave, one thing I love to talk about, you did a good job with the entrepreneurial origin story, but I want to dive a little deeper to that point that you talked about where corporate wasn't really just feeling right. There's a little chafing in there. You maybe dying the slow death of, you know, a hundred paper cuts in the, in, in the cubicle. Take us there. Like, what was that transition? What did that look like? Cause so many of us, and I say us, cause I was there as well, you know, are, or were in that situation where we wanted to make that leap. What did that look like for you exactly? 
it's important to note that this was our first sort of real job coming out of college, and we had obviously very high expectations of putting our degree to work and, and learning a lot of new skills. And maybe the first few months were were like that, where you're kind of getting introduced to mm-hmm. all these new, you know, PowerPoint presentations and and, and exciting things like that. Uh, but after about three to six months or so, you start to kind of feel that taper off a lot, and you're just executing the same processes, you know, day in, day out. And I know my girlfriend who was an accountant, so very different type of work, but also feeling the same type of sluggish, you know, slow burn there. And we were just talking one day, and I said, is this, you know, is this how we want to spend the next 50 years um, or do we want to try to do something a little different uh, we didn't know anybody that you know, had really taken off we weren't part of this sort of online underground subculture of digital nomads uh, it was just kind of an idea that we had we had both studied abroad and we thought let's take some time off first we were going to take one year off and then you know and honestly the plan was kind of just to go back into the workforce after that and just kind of check the box and say well at least we did something <laughs> and then one year decided to become two years because two years is better than one and then then two years became what has now been three, obviously, and I kind of said, hey, I'm probably not going to go to business school. That was one of the big decisions that I made. My girlfriend made similar sort of sacrifices. And um, I haven't looked back, and it's been great ever since. I love that word you use, which was actually more of a number, 50 years. I mean, Fire Nation, we don't realize that at 22, we really do have 50 years, most of us, staring us in the face of what we're doing. You know, there's no retiring at 65 anymore. I mean, at 70, for most people at 75, you know, for the lucky ones, you know, those who really have been able to do whatever it takes, you know, I mean, yeah, then you're able to do it a little bit earlier, but still you're in your 60s. I mean, that's a really long time to trade in, you know, for those quote unquote golden years. And, you know, what What also hit me, Dave, is when you said, you know, we were looking to maybe get out there for that one year and then at least be able to kind of come back and say, all right, you know, we have 40 more years of drudgery, but, you know, at least we had that one year of memories that we can look back at. And that's kind of sad and scary, too. I mean, do we really want to, like, have that kind of life where we're saying, okay, we get one year to live our life as we want to, and now it's just back to, you know, having this slow burn of, you know, whatever it is that we're doing. So, a lot of good takeaways, Fire Nation. I know a lot of you are resonating with this feeling. You know, it's, it's, it's burning in that gut right now. And that's why we do the show. So Dave's going to be talking us through some things. But first and foremost, how are you, Dave, generating revenue today? Sure. We have a couple of different small businesses. My girlfriend actually runs a food blog that makes some advertising income and we have some leftover remnants from the previous uh, businesses that we ran. But the main uh, project that I work on is Ninja Outreach, which is a software application for influencer outreach. Now kind of tell us how that works. Like I want to know like how dollars actually come in the door through that SaaS. Sure. It's a monthly subscription-based service. So you sign up for a plan. Plans range from you know $19 to $149 a month um, for you know bloggers, businesses, agencies. And you know uh, basically growing that customer base and catering to their needs and trying to improve the product is what keeps the money coming in every month. There you go. Well, you've had not the longest entrepreneurial journey, but you still had your ups and your downs. And what we're going to talk about next is the downs and actually the downness of the down, the lowest of the low, your worst entrepreneurial moment. Dave, take us there. Tell us that story. 
That one, uh, that one's a heartbreaker, uh, at least for me. <laughs> and so we're talking about uh, January 2014. So honestly, not that long ago, just about a year and a half ago. And we were coming off really one of the best months that we've ever had. Um, you know, the the websites that we were running were doing phenomenal. We were earning, you know, a very solid five figures a month. Um, and then. Uh, some news sort of broke in the industry that we were working in, which was kind of travel advertising. Uh, we were doing a little, uh, a little bit of uh, paid uh, link selling, to be honest. And it really shook uh, the, the industry and, and, and kind of started all the demand basically for what we were offering started to just kind of shrivel up. Mm. And when you know January became uh, what was a great month, February was half of January, March was half of February, and, and April was half of, of March. And, and before before we knew it, uh, we had, we were about one tenth of the income that we had just four months ago, uh, which is a pretty significant. Uh, decrease. So it, it, this is actually over, of course, the period of time. But I could see the writing on the wall by the end of January that uh, once sort of this news broke, um, coupled with uh, a bunch of our websites getting de-indexed by Google, and that day when you get that that uh, that in your inbox with the webmaster tools that said, "Hey, this site is no longer receiving any organic traffic," oh. is a very painful uh, experience that I, I know a lot of niche white uh, niche website builders have sort of gone through at, at one point or another. Um, but as as these things tend to be, uh, it was a fantastic learning experience. In that, uh, when I started, you know, my next business, which has now become Ninja Outreach, I thought about all the things with this business that. You know uh, what I wanted to do differently, and that uh, you know I didn't want to be something that depended on you know Google's algorithm, and and that's something that could be taken away from me in a matter of a day. I want to have more longevity, more long-term value, and we've made those adjustments, and, and things are moving in the right direction. Man, I mean, having a fifty percent decrease month over month—that's just going to be a horrible feeling. And of course, I know my pit or a pit formed in my stomach when I, you know, heard you kind of explain that email that came in. It's like Google is no longer sending you traffic. It's almost like the sun saying, you know, I'm no longer going to shine on the earth. It's like okay, that is like where all life comes from. And Google is where all life comes from for such a majority of people in your situation. And that's kind of where I really want to share with you, Fire Nation, the importance of diversifying your income streams. I mean, when you are just relying on one income stream as in the majority of your revenue, and especially when that necessarily income source isn't 100% controlled by you. Again, it was really because of the grace of Google that a lot of that revenue was coming in. That's scary. And Dave just kind of showed that scariness. And that's why we talk about the worst moment. So I can arm you to diversify. So I can arm you against these situations that are going to crop up and that hopefully that if one of your income streams is taken away, you have four or five others to prop you up while you figure things out. And Dave, I love how you shared that it was a great learning experience. That's powerful. But what do you really want to make sure Fire Nation takes away from this experience? Like, Tell us that one takeaway for our listeners. I think, you know, if there is a takeaway, there are going to be a lot of downs. I mean, every episode, somebody has a worse oh, entrepreneurial yeah. story. That's the, that's the purpose here. And it's, it's, it's being able to get back up and kind of fight another day. I know it's very corny, very cliche, but, you know, that was a year ago, you know, over a year ago now, and, and we're still here. We're still living the lifestyle that we set out to do. You know, we, we've moved on, we've made adjustments, and, and, you know, it's not because we're anything special. We're just kind of, you know, uh, we persevere. I think that's the message for Fire Nation as well. 
And honestly, you're probably stronger for it. I mean, there's a great book called Anti-Fragile where it just shows how both people and businesses need to be challenged by these things. You know, we just rest on our laurels. I mean, now you're building a company that is a strong foundation that's providing a great service and that you're in control of, and that's exciting. So Fire Nation, we're going to shift to the aha moment. So Dave, take a moment. You've had a lot of these ideas, but what's the one that you think is going to make a good story for Fire Nation? Tell us that story. Sure. And the, the, the one that I'm going to go with here, it, it actually predates the worst entrepreneurial moment, uh, which maybe is a little bit surprising. But we're back in September 2012. And uh, this is when we had more or less just set off on our trip. And, and to provide a little bit more backstory, we had started a travel blog. We were going to kind of chronicle our, our journey. We had been working on it for the last six or so months, uh, doing all the traffic generation strategies that I'm, I'm sure you're aware of. Um, and we were hoping that we might make a little bit of income from it over the course of the two years, um, just enough to kind of pad the expenses as best that we could, but but did not have any real um, yeah, expectations of, of, of a large income. However, in about mid-September, we're in Japan. It's like our first week, first country that we went to. And I got an email from an advertiser, uh, and they were interested in, in basically sponsoring a post on the blog, and they were offering us $300 to do so, which if when you're a budget backpacker is like a million dollars. It's like somebody has just handed you a check um, and said, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay your week right now. Uh, and, and we did it, and they paid us right away, uh, you know, just straight through PayPal. And I, I couldn't believe um, what, what had happened. I'd never earned a dollar online before. And I'm sure many people can relate to that first dollar online and, and what that, you know, what that means to you. And for us, it wasn't just a $1, but it was actually $300, which, uh, like I said, for a budget backpacker is, is kind of like gold. Um, and, and at that point, honestly, I think some people would have just said, hey, look, let's go grab you know some beer or a lot of beer and just kind of call it a day. But I, I knew that there had to be something more here. If there was one person willing to pay us a sum of money, there had to be other people who felt that there was value here. Um, and we, we kind of, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, but it was in a good way. Um, and we started basically to seek out other advertisers, network with other travel bloggers, really kind of demystify what was going on here with this income stream. And that became, you know, really our first successful business that I, I'll admit did lead to the worst entrepreneurial moment <laughs> a year and a half later. I, I won't deny that at all, but it was, we had a great run and it, it, we learned a lot and we were able to fund really future endeavors now. Yeah. I mean, that next 18 months that you experienced was because of that revenue that you were generating, lessons that you were learning and part of the journey, Fire Nation. And, you know, one thing I do want to make sure that we all understand is that revenue does change everything. I mean, so many entrepreneurs have a hard time getting to that first dollar. And when you get to that first dollar, you just created what could potentially turn into a viable business because you found people that will pay with their wallets, that will vote with those wallets to prove to you that this is a viable business. And one thing that I really want to get across is that when you do provide value to that level, you're obligated to find the right ways to generate revenue so you can continue to, to provide that value in a really powerful way and share that information and expound and expand upon your journey. So, Dave, that's my big takeaway. What do you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that aha moment? If you start to kind of catch on to something, some sort of uh, some sort of value somewhere, uh, explore that. Explore if. Uh, there could be more value sort of hidden underneath and don't just kind of take take what's given you but try to get more. You know, Be aggressive about it. 
Where there's smoke, there might be fire. Speaking of which, this is the fire round. So Dave, share your biggest strength as an entrepreneur. I'm going to say delegating, which I know sound, makes you sound a little lazy, but uh, I do think that there is a skill there in delegating, You know, making sure that everyone has the work that they need to do to be successful. What's your biggest weakness? Separating work and life. That's a weakness. What are you doing to improve upon it? Uh, I take, take a lot of lessons from my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking, by the way, I'm taking notes right now. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen to whatever, whatever she says. And, uh, just try to try to take one day off a week where you just don't shut down the computer. Don't think about anything. Oh, there's a good idea. <laughs> now you have a lot of cool things going on right now. What's the one thing that has you most fired up today? Uh, really the opportunity to try to grow this software startup. We've, you know, we've finally been around for about six or so months now. We've gotten a little bit over the hump there of just uh, that startup uh, place and we're, we're in the, getting into growth uh, sort of mode. Really excited about that. Fire Nation, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. If you're wondering how your small business can stand out in today's increasingly competitive marketplace, I've got one word for you, branding. While building a brand may be easier and more affordable than you imagined, it still does require some time and money. So why is it worth the effort? Because it allows you to stand out from all the rest of the businesses out there. When customers have several choices, branding helps them make a decision. Your brand should highlight your unique virtues and let customers know what they can expect from your small business. In a business climate where the internet social media, and technology create a lot of static, it's crucial to develop a clear brand voice to cut through the noise. Whether you need a logo to launch your brand, a t-shirt to show it off, or a website to bring it online, 99designs is a great place for you to build your brand. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. Do you want the government to decide what happens to your property and minor children? If not, make the commitment to protect your family today. It's National Make-A-Will Month at LegalZoom.com, and doing the right thing has never been easier. They've created a better way for you and your spouse to take control of your family's future. Check out LegalZoom's new Last Will and Living Trust bundles. The more you plan ahead with wills, trusts, and powers of attorney, the more you save. Even if you're confused about all the options, don't let that hold you back. You can use their online resources and estate plan tools to help you figure out what you need or get more specific guidance from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states since they're not a law firm. Don't procrastinate when it comes to protecting your family. Get legal help you can count on at LegalZoom.com today. Don't forget to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout to save even more. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. LegalZoom.com. Dave, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Absolutely, John. Hit me. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, being overly focused on achieving academically, which is, it probably comes as a surprise, but uh, you only really have so much attention and effort to be placed in, in a day-to-day. And I, I put mine on academic studies, which is certainly, there are worse things you could be doing, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's very entrepreneurial. And that really held me back early on. What's the best advice you've ever received? Focus on adding value and you know, what can you do for others? What is a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? Not being afraid to reach out to people. I, I try to connect with people whenever I see the opportunity, either in person, through email, or on social media. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? 
Uh, one I really like is inbound.org. Uh, it's kind of like Reddit, but it's more specifically focused for digital marketing. They curate some of the best content on the web. Yeah, and it gets voted up. I used to love that site. I still do, actually, but I used to really use that site when I was in the big consuming mode, trying to learn what was really important to grow that business. So a great place to start, Fire Nation. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Uh, the one I really like is The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. I've heard a lot of your guests mention this as well. And I think he absolutely nails what is required to get on the fast lane towards success. You know, when I think about the worst entrepreneurial moment that I had, that was not a fast lane business because it was dependent on Google's algorithm and we didn't have control. Uh, so now when I start new businesses and I look at projects, I make sure it kind of ticks all the boxes uh, for his, from his checklist on The Millionaire Fast Lane, what makes a fast lane business. Huge MJ DeMarco fan. That book was massive for me. And in my over a thousand interviews, that was definitely one of the ones I was most nervous about. But what a great guy. Love him in every area. And Dave, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Uh, what I think is really interesting about this question is that you specifically call out that you know no one. You have no network. And, and to me, I think that this is the most valuable asset that an entrepreneur can have. You know, obviously, you know, food and shelter is pretty important as well. But once those kind of hierarchies are taken care of, it's all about who do you know. I think I'd take that $500 and try to identify who was the most influential person on this island. I don't know. It could be the mayor of the island. It could be uh, a business owner. But somebody who I thought could really uh, make connections for me with the right people, teach me about how things operate around this area, uh, and, and really just mentor me. So maybe they would take the $500 that I would pay them to, to, to take me under their wing for a week. Uh, maybe they would just uh, you know, see the gusto and to take me for free, and then I could have $500 extra. But I would absolutely work on building up my network. It's all about the mentorship, connections, relationship, network, Fire Nation, absolutely critical things. And Dave, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. As far as guidance uh, that I have, uh, I, the best thing I, I can say is you know, decisions I've made correctly were focusing on experiences. I mean, I know that it's, it's very easy to get caught up in success as an entrepreneur, uh, but you know, remember why you're doing this, why you're trying to live this lifestyle, and make sure that your life is filled with experiences. Um, as for you know, where you can connect with me, um, obviously, you know, you know, my email is dave at ninjaoutreach.com, and you're free to shoot me an email. Just hopefully say that you enjoyed the podcast and and. and Anything I can do to help. Love that. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Dave and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type David in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And guess what? There'll be the show notes page with the resources, the books, Dave at ninjaoutreach.com. He would love an email from you, Fire Nation. Make it happen. Any questions, especially about SaaS. And of course, Ninja Outreach is where his great SaaS company lives. And we'll link that up on the show notes page as well. Is that just ninjaoutreach.com, Dave? It is, John. Beauty. And thank you, Dave, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. 
Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you ready to rock your own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com and sign up for our free 10-day webinar course today. Have an inspired day and ignite.